Uh, hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to another uh, episode of Heroes of Pacific City, brought to you by Listen to These Nerds. My name is Harry, and I will be running the session this evening. Um, joining me, we have... Hi, my name is Chris, and I will be resuming the role of Carsonon. Hi, I'm Joe, and I'll be playing a Brayden Hart, otherwise known as Mr. Medium. Hi, I'm John. I'm going to be playing Epimethea slash Cassandra slash Delphi. And I'm Jonathan, and I'm going to be playing Evelyn Kinglet, also known as the Pelicanetic. Okay. So, uh, when we last left off, uh, you guys happened upon a, basically a gang fight, and managed to stop the situation before it went from bad to worse. Luckily, um, unfortunately, in the, the process, you guys kind of took a, a bit of a, a pounding, so I assume that we're all uh, heading back to the base to kind of recuperate from, you know, the various bruised ribs and various dings and scratches that need to be buffed out in Epimetheus' case. Mm -hmm. So when you guys uh, get into the base, you hear that there's some noise happening in the workshop. Probably Nat still working away on whatever they tell they were talking about earlier. Gene uh, actually like goes over to a little cubby and pulls out what looks to be like this sort of black duffel bag, small duffel bag. And opens it up and starts basically like and starts putting stuff on the table and it's various like first aid accoutrements like you know bandages, gauze, um, like some stitching kits. There's also a lot of stuff in it that is not standard first aid stuff. Like there's this bomb he puts on the table. It's got a tiger on it and it's written in what you think is Thai. He's got a whole bunch of various um, like you know over the counter medications like. Thailand, like uh, muscle, um, uh, in anti-inflammatories, um, and stuff like that. And he just starts sort of like handing them out to people. Uh, he grabs a little balm with a tiger on it, and he goes, "Hey, um, Evelyn, you said you had a bruised rib, right?" Something like that. Yeah, it, it hurts when I breathe. Yeah, try this, and he tosses it over to you, and he just says, "I don't know what it is. We get it through my uncle. All I know is I swear by it. It's way better than any sort of topical rub you could ask for." Huh. Right. And so, yeah, so with that, you guys kind of like slowly funnel in, um, you know, sort of start tending to your wounds a little bit. It's not too long before Nat comes out and you can see that they kind of have like, and they're like, oh, I didn't realize that you would come in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, at this point, I've got my helmet off. I just give Nat a wave and a nod and greeting. Hey, uh, good to see ya. Did it, I assume you're... Reed worked out whatever you were working on, you were doing, turned out reasonably well. And then he kind of looks over at, um, like, Evelyn, sort of like, you know, rubbing her side and rubbing the, the bomb on. Oh, then again, uh, well, well, anyway, here. <laughs> any fight that doesn't end up with the Epimetheus suit total is, is good in my books. I mean, I didn't fall off any buildings today, so. Ah, yes, I, uh. Remember that news story. Anyway, um, Epimethea, I wanted to talk to you about something. I think I've managed to develop something, another um, a, a, a device for your Delphi persona. And they sort of run in back into the workshop and they come back out and they've got this like sort of gauntlet that they have on their arm um, and sort of like sort of puts it out in front of them and clenches the, the fist and it sort of like extends out almost into like a tower shield. Uh, but instead of it being filled in, it's hollow, and there's sort of this, like, faint energy signature that's going around, like, the border of the the shield. And then, like, realizing, sort of looking at it with a kind of, like, yeah, and then realizing it doesn't really look very impressive, 
Uh, she kind of goes, um, Carcedon, you don't happen to have any metal bullets in your gun, do you? Um, I mean, and I reach into my pocket and I pull out some ball bearings. I mean, I do have these as a last resort in case we're fighting something like a machine or something that needs to be put down as opposed to incapacitated. And sort of Nat take, goes over, takes a look at him and goes, ah, okay, these will be perfect. And they walk back, uh, they, they put up the shield, they go, okay, try and shoot me. I mean, you sure? Trust me, try and shoot me. Okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna load up the gun, take aim. Okay, everybody cover your ears. Three, two, one, and I fire. Alright, so you fire, and then nothing happens. But you see, uh, inside the sort of hollow area of the shield, the ball bearing sort of suspended in midair. What's this? That's pretty neat. Yes, the shield uses electromagnetic waves to create a sort of capture field in front of it. The power supply I've been able to create for it should stop small caliber rounds and ball bearings from any distance. Though high, though anything larger than that at distances less than 10 feet, and the results become unclear if my calculations are correct. Um, so... Quick question, uh, would Carcinon recognize this as similar to the, the magnet shield that he used to use? Um, kind of, actually, yeah. It works on a very similar principle. Um, so Nat, how did you, um, come up with this exactly? Oh, well, it wasn't too that difficult. Once I figured out how to root power in order to create strong electrical, uh, strong magnetic fields... Uh, basically, it just became a matter of directing them all into one place. Uh, some simple vector calculus is all you really need to figure it out. Ah, okay, so basically you came at this through your own efforts, didn't seem like anything was there already, like a blueprint or anything weird? D yeah, why are you, are you suspicious of me? No, no, it's just, it's a really odd coincidence is what I'm saying. Well, I can assure you that uh, this design is 100% uh, Nat original. And they sort of like, you know, like sort of stand up a little bit at that, sort of beaming with pride. It's possible the coincidence could just be that this is the simplest method of creating a device like this. I mean, after all, magnetics is a relatively well-worn field. And similar applications, right. assuming one has the power to do so, are probably commonplace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... Yeah. Also, Carcinon's shield deflected rather than captured, so... Mm. Yes. That being said, it should still work, like I said. It's d d it's dicey at about uh, rifle caliber rounds at less than 10 feet. They shouldn't hit you, but they don't stop. They'll... And Nat kind of makes, like, a motion with their arms of, like, it going forward and then veering off course. I figured that if you were using it, you should be aware. It's uh, minimizing collateral damage and all that. Right. Well, I mean, that's definitely helpful because uh, I uh, the the without the suit on, I don't have a lot of defensive options. Uh, yes, thanks, uh, Dad. No problem. Um, there is one problem. The power source for this one, it's the same one that I used for the laser. I didn't have enough materials to make two. Uh, I I figured I could just go out and get some more. I I don't know if I could go to Ned's again without the uh, the Ned the disposal yard. But at this point, I should be able to just use consumer electronics. It shouldn't require much more. I just, I just need a bit more. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Cassandra will like take the. Did, wait, did she ever get the credit card back, or is it still like with Evelyn? 
Uh, I don't think you have asked for it back, yeah. Yeah, like, she'll go to, like, reach for it. Oh, uh, Evelyn, do you still have the credit card? Ha! <laughs> uh, funny that. Um, she just pulls it out of a, a pocket. Yeah, yep, yeah, uh, catch. Yep, yeah, uh, then, uh, Cassandra will catch it and then hand it over to Nat. Uh, here, just, uh, you know, put it on the corporate account, you know? Oh! Ooh! Um, yes, absolutely! Um, uh, I'll see what I can do. And with that, Nat goes and grabs their sort of handy dandy disguise and uh, then heads out of the base. <laughs> and so Gene, who's kind of just been like icing the back of his neck this entire time, is like, okay, so, well, engineering stuff aside, this problem in the Harpies territory is probably going to get worse before it gets better. So what are we going to do? Uh, well, um... <sighs> The way I see it, there are going to a few things are probably going to happen as uh, violence ex escalates. Any other uh, remnant gangs will will be drawn to the area to attempt to gain what's left of the unclaimed territory in the city. Can't uh, be much more of those left, though, can they? Uh, well, I mean, anything that anyone who didn't sign up uh, might have simply scattered. Uh, there could be new uh, new gangs forming now that they know that there's a, a place uh, to to try and control. Eventually, this is just going to come to Marino's attention, and he'll mostly move in with uh, some of his superpowered uh, enforcers uh, yeah. to, to take that that part of town. And then, I guess he'll, technically speaking, have full control of the cities. On, uh, uh, underworld gangs uh which i don't know if that's better or worse than leaving an, a pocket of uncontested area mm, uh yeah. we, can, we can attempt to shut down any fighting or protect people while we're there but unless we effectively set up a a force to occupy that territory and uh and control it i don't know what we're going to do we don't exactly have our own army of gangsters to 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 control territory we can oh I, I mean we could try and find leaders and and decapitate movements but even then if these gangs break up and reform uh the, there's no we'll we'll just be uh squashing small uh uprisings as they happen mm. Mm. yeah well i don't know carson on evelyn uh mr medium i mean it's going to be tough. If these guys are going to be power hungry, then believe me when I say that during my time in law enforcement, I saw a ton of gangs basically, yeah, like it is surprising what they will survive through. And that includes losing leadership or being led astray or stuff like that. Like if we, if it was easy to stop a gang from moving in and to just cause them to dissolve, the police force would have done it a million times over by now. I wonder if this is something that we could approach from a, a political angle. Uh, like, this street-level work is... I'm, I mean, I don't know how confident I feel about, uh, you know, doing this night after night, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Mm. But if we could, you know, try and, and talk with the leadership and, and, and try and get some kind of agreement, maybe it might be, be better for everyone. I mean... I know that the there's always a risk, you know, that, that the organized crime will continue. Just, just it won't be as violent and on the street. But that's at least a start. Mm. 
I had a similar thought, actually. Uh, so Gene kind of pipes with this and says, I had a similar thought. On some level, these guys have to realize that even if they win this resulting fight, Marino's waiting around the corner and probably is going to roll all over them. So if we can convince them to come to some sort of truce, maybe we can kind of stop this before it gets any worse. Now, if only we knew who was leading these remnants, I guess. Whoever is is going to get put into a world of hurt. I mean, I hate to say it, but we do know somebody that's potentially willing to work with us and a little on the shady side enough that he might know something. You're right. talking about Vindictive. Our yeah. rooftop friend. Uh, you know what? This actually, hmm, this might be uh, uh, almost a perfect little test of, of uh, you know, if he's capable of what he says he is and if he's as, uh, as trustworthy as he claims. Uh, I don't know if trustworthy is the right word with that guy, but at the moment, he's better than nothing. Well, I, based on what I remember and my understanding, it's kind of a, you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine kind of deal, right? It's it's not about friendship or anything. It's about owing favors. I, I, I know definitely there are, are people who would switch sides uh, just, you know, if, if somebody offered them more money but but with this guy uh, i don't know i think uh it, it might be worth a shot like what, what's the worst that could happen Ooh. i mean um it, hey uh, evelyn evelyn i'm gonna stop you right there in a world of superheroes that is a very very dangerous phrase to utter fair so, enough yeah well i mean uh if nothing else we know that um that uh vindictive isn't a friend of marino's so, uh, it's uh, who is probably the only other person we have had contact with who would know m more about this. So we won't, you know, be be doing more work for him. Yeah, and even that, I somehow like I don't know. A fight between all these remnant gangs probably benefits Marino. So I doubt he'd be willing to even entertain the idea to help us stop it before it really gets over underway. Yeah. I guess we're gonna have to see what that vindictive guy is worth his uh is worth his worth his uh price. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, who is going? So, are you guys going to call? Uh, so, I assume you guys are going to attempt to enlist the services of vindictive. Uh, yeah, because we don't really have much of a choice right now with anything else. Yeah. Okay, so are you guys going to do this over speakerphone, or are you guys, or is someone going to be handling the uh, the talk, as it were? Speakerphone's probably a good idea. All right. Yeah. Uh huh. Cassandra uh, will get back in the suit so it could use the voice <laughs> synthesizer. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys sort of take the number that uh, Vindictive provided you, and yep. sort of call it, put it on speakerphone. And uh, you hear him pick up and he goes, Torch! Oh, let me, please tell me that you've got good news for us. About good news? Well, I'd imagine that you haven't called this number simply because you're wondering how I'm doing. As, um, also, I made sure that we are recording this entire conversation just in case. Oh yeah, of course. That makes sense. So then, what, pray tell, can I do for you? Um... Out of character, uh, so so our plan is we just kind of need him as our in then. Well, I, I think the plan was you want to figure out who's the leaders behind um, 
Yeah, yeah, the, sorry, like, like, are, 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 are into, like, the criminal underground. Yes, effectively. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, well, uh, Epimethe will say, are you aware of the, of the scrambles for territory that the, uh, that the thugs of this city are, are attempting right now? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's been a really big shakeup, obviously. Most people, I guess, uh, must the Marino must have uh, missed a spot, as it were. Hmm. Oh! <laughs> so you want information on that? Okay, I uh, I know a few things about those gangs. I've been in this city a pretty long time. Uh, I guess the question is, what exactly do you need to know? Leadership. Like current? Yes. Who's pulling the strings? All right. Well, that that I can probably help you with. Uh, it's not exactly like I'm going to get you an invitation, but uh. Well, you guys are superheroes, so you probably got a better job of getting close to them than I ever could. Uh, but I can point you in the right direction. Uh, $3,000. And yeah, I'm just going to silently look at Epimethea with an eyebrow raised. So uh, Epimethea's wealth has been mostly narrative, uh, especially since switching to a system that doesn't have a mechanical way to track it. <laughs> what, what does that look like for, 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 the, for the, the team's finances, Harry? Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say for three grand, like three grand is not like it's, it's pretty insignificant. It's not exactly pocket change to you. You're not that wealthy, but I am mm. going to say that if you need to get somebody three grand, it is not a lot of sweat off your back, especially since you pay people in gold coins. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, she'll specifically look to somebody else because, you know, maybe Epimethea doesn't know how, how currency quite works <laughs> it, it, because she pays in gold coins. What is Someone that else... in Denari? <laughs> hmm. Well, uh, that's a pretty steep price for, for just a, a name or two, oh, especially since this is the first job. No, no, no. I, hear me out. Especially since this is the first job uh, that you're going to be running for us. I think, just based on the, the looks in the room here, that, that we could we could cover that. But we're going to need a little bit of security first to make sure that you're worth your word. So, uh, how about we pay you uh, 500 in advance and the rest after a job well done? Counteroffer, 1,000 up front, 2 grand, once upon uh, my word is made bond, as it were. Yes, not upon delivery of the names, but once we have confirmation that the information you gave us is accurate. Oh, of course. After all, I'm not exactly trying to form a partnership here by lying to you. All right. Evelyn's just going to, like, shrug, look around. Uh, Mr. Median gives, like, a thumbs up. I just give you a firm nod. All right. That works for us. And you hear, like, the sound of a hand clap in the background. He goes, all right. So, uh, let me think. Three, The three thons, uh, the High City Rollers, the True Iron Devils, and the Collective, right? Those are the ones that are doing the main scrambling? Uh, yes. All right. So, uh, do you want this in hardest to find to easiest to find or vice versa? I mean, you're the expert. Take it in whatever order you you think is best. All right. Easiest one to find for sure is the leader of the True Iron Devils. A guy by the name of Percent, uh, because apparently he always gets his, you know, Percent. Uh, anyways, he's pretty easy to find in the city. Chances are you find any large enough congregation of true iron devils, he'll be there. And for the most part, they tend to work out of, you know, legitimate businesses, bars, pool halls, that sort of thing. 
So as long as nobody starts throwing fists, he'll probably talk. Assuming, of course, that, you know, they don't decide to try and rush you. But again, you guys are superheroes. You can handle yourselves. Uh, uh, collective. Now, this one's a bit weird. Leader is a guy by the name of uh, Arjit Singh. And as far as I can tell, everybody that's need to met him has gone to a particular noodle house at, and he gives you an address and just asks for him and he shows up. I'm saying out front here, since like I said, I'm trying to build a trustworthy relationship with you guys. I'm not entirely sure how accurate that is, but from as much as I can tell, that's how you meet him. I don't know how the hell that works, but hey, that's for matters that I'm not going to ask too many questions about. The third and... one's a bit trickier. Uh, the High City Rollers, well, since they were one of the bigger gangs back in the day, Marino made sure to either buy out anybody with leadership ambitions or ice anybody that isn't. Word on the street is uh, there's some guy by the name of Darius Williams who's been running the show, but nobody's seen nor heard from him in like on the streets in ages. As far as I can tell, guy's pretty much incognito. Uh, or is that the right word? Nah, fuck it. As far as I can tell, the only way that you might even get close to this guy is going to a, uh, a specific club that used to be a big High City Rollers joint way back in the day. It's a club called the Diamond in the Rough. It's a, a strip club they used to run stuff out of. But that's as much as I know about him. But if there's ever a place where you're going to find a lead on those guys, it's probably him. It's probably there. And once he's finished this up, I'm going to le lean over to the mic as well. And vindictive. This is Carson on speaking. I have some questions about. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I just grip my teeth a little bit before continuing. In regards to the people that you mentioned, is there any knowledge that you have about superhuman abilities or equipment or defenses or anything like that? Uh, I mean, a couple, probably by sheer statistical methods. Some of them might have some minor ability, but uh, as far as I can remember. Anybody that had superpowers with the High City Rollers probably got arrested back in those raids on their leadership back like a couple of years, back like a decade ago. And as for the other two, uh, I haven't seen anything. Though, again, okay. that might just be because they're good at keeping it hidden. I can't say for certain. So the High City Rollers are most likely no powers. And what are the names of the other two gangs? Just so I can uh, the Collectives and the True Iron Devils. I will say that based on Iron Devils, I wouldn't think they'd have anything. Because otherwise, I figured they'd have used it by now. They tend to more rely on their connections, uh, you know, back east. Uh, things like, you know, the Irish mob, the mafia, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, the collective, no fucking clue. Sorry, that's just... They're pretty good. They obviously know how to keep their heads down. About a three will suffice. So, uh, in terms of payment... There's a P.O. box with the following listing, and it gives you a P.O. box listing. Uh, I'd prefer it in some sort of non-digitally uh, non transferable things. No checks, please. Uh, cash is preferred. No offense, but I'd rather that you guys not know exactly where this uh, my bank accounts are. No offense to you guys. Just a cautionary tale of doing business. Nothing personal. We understand. All right. So, uh, 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 quick question. If... if, if... Uh, Cassandra looks that up. Does does it the is the uh, the box linked to, to a, a business called Vin's Veins? Um, yes, actually, Vin's very legitimate veins. <laughs> yeah, so you do a quick look up and you find that that PO box is also listed to a company called Vin's Veins. 
Hmm. You thought that maybe it was like a misspelling of vines and it's a vinter, but no, no, that's that's veins. All the stuff says veins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, are the words all in like bubble redder's lead and there's like a little squirty blood mark coming off of one of them or something? Um, It's actually like, uh, it's red typewriter font. And yeah, there's like uh. an ink splotch on the, uh, the like an ink splotch, I say with air quotes. On the like the last uh, like the S in veins. Mm. But yes, this is apparently linked to some sort of business. Yeah, Cassandra uh, uh, actually has no idea what to make of this. Yeah, you, because... you just think like, oh, is this some sort of like shell company that he has? What is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like she'll she'll just like message that that uh, like the way. Like the the corporate information to, to everyone, just just in case somebody else has has a thing on this. But like, he doesn't <laughs> um, know what this is. So Sam, looking at this, has the most "what the fuck" expression on his face you've seen since he joined the team. And he just writes something down, holds it up, and it just simply says, "Should we ask?" Question mark. Gene kind of like looks and goes, like kind of looks at it and then goes, and like you can kind of see him weighing the options, but ultimately he shakes his head. Yeah, Evelyn's gonna do the like. Uh, like, no motion. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, okay. So, um... Touch, you still there? Uh, yeah, so, uh, we will say, do you accept gold coins? Yes. (laughs) I think you almost gave him a stroke. (laughs) Will you accept the bounty of Zeus? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you, you hear, like, this pause on the line, and then you just hear, like, him say very determinedly, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. I have no gold coins, but I have ambrosia. So long as you drink it, you shall live forever. <laughs> Nectar of the gods. <laughs> the, the one thing that, that that Vincent doesn't need. Yeah, like, <laughs> you tell him that, he's like, ah, no thanks, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and... So, uh, I take it our business for the time being is done? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, assuming you have not uh, fooled us in some way, uh, you will uh, gain, gain your full payment uh, once we have investigated. Ah, well, pleasure doing business with you. And let's hope that this works to a beautiful friendship, as it were. Or business relationship. I realize you guys might not want to be so chummy with me. Anyway, I look forward to uh, payment for services rendered and future installments once this is concluded. Have a good day, everyone. Have a good day, everyone. I've got a business meeting to attend to. Boop. And then he hangs up. Uh, well, we've got info. We've got leads. All right. So how are you guys going to tackle this? Okay. So I'm going to head over to the whiteboard and I'm going to start drawing up all the names and all the information. Okay, so... Cassandra is uh, going to go remove a large bag of gold coins from her storage. Actually, considering the price of gold, it's actually more like uh, like a thick coin and like half a thick coin. Yeah. All right. So, just a double check. Uh, the names that we received, there was Percent. Which gang was he associated with? He is associated with the True Iron Devils. Thanks. There is Arjeet Singh, who yes, is, is associated with the Collective... Thank you. And Darius Williams, who is associated with uh, the High City Rollers. Right. And Darius Williams with the High City Rollers is located at a former strip club called the Diamond in the Rough. Uh, It's not a former strip club. It's still a strip club. (laughs) 
Wait, so, so, is, so is the strip club now controlled by Marino? Yeah, not exactly sure. Um, hmm. As far as you can tell, like, Marino doesn't have any obvious holdings in it, but it could just be that maybe this was something that, like, he didn't really care about. Or um, it could just be that it's under Marino's control and just happens to be, like, something else. Unfortunately, that wasn't something Vincent Clair or Vindictive clarified uh, because nobody asked. Mm-hmm. Okay, RG, Singh can be found at a noodle house, and you don't even have to put in a weird order to let him know that you want to talk to him. You just ask for him by name. Yeah. Okay, well, that's oddly straightforward. Um, and finally, the Triandevils uh, with Percent. Where can Percent be found? Uh, according to Vindictive, you just simply find the largest congregation of True Iron Devils, and there's a pretty decent shot he's there. Hmm. I'm actually going to, um, the, for, for the, the high rollers guy, I'm actually going to do, like, a, like, a, like, if there's any pictures of him, and just check the, like, the suit camera from, from the, the fight where the, where, uh, Two Marino tried up? to, yeah, well, where, where Marino was trying to take out the, the, the high rollers. Oh, right, yes, of course, uh, yeah, uh, you can give me a roll, an overcome roll for that. Alright, um... Can I use... Actually, not, none of my principles actually apply to this. Um, hmm. That's not a great roll. Uh, uh, but I'll take it. Success with a minor twist. Okay. Uh, so, you have access... Like, that would be, uh, Cassandra's managed to find a way to access like police records, right? Yeah, well, I mean, also if he has like a Facebook or something. Yeah, um, so you don't find a Facebook... Or at least you find Facebook, but there's, like, several Darius Williams. Um, but you've managed to look up, and this guy does have a rap sheet. You managed to find a mugshot, but unfortunately it's, like, probably close to uh, maybe, like, 10, 7 years, like, 10 to 7, like, 10 years out of date. It's still a pretty reasonable way to look at him. Unfortunately, you don't really get much in the way of, like, you don't find anything on the Facebook. Uh, on the Facebook. Oh god, I've become a boomer. <laughs> so you don't find anything on social media, is what I should say. Um, how you tried to check the suit cameras, and there are some people that you think might have been him, but, like, you're moving around too much that it's not exactly, like, incredibly clear-cut images. And the few ones that you don't, like, aren't in, like, actual combat, um, like, most of them are, like, from bad angles, or, you know, they've got hoods up, or whatever. So there's no real way to say that Darius was at that particular fight. Okay. Yeah, just wanted to, to, to check because, um, I mean, I, if memory serves, Epimethea came to that fight late uh, yeah. and after the shooting had already started and most of the high rollers either got shot or left. So, yeah. Uh, so for the most part, you can't find anything. I will say, um, considering the fact that they you can't find a social media presence for this guy at all, like, that seems to indicate a level of forethought and potentially paranoia that you realize that may have come from somebody that has, you know, a, tar a Marino-sized target on their back. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I guess before we head out, what is the plan? Like, now that we know who we're looking for, what are we trying to get them to do? I suppose come to some sort of agreement. I mean, obviously it's not going to last, but... Even if we can make them maybe see that Marino is the bigger bad guy here, it might give them some pause to start go stop going after each other's throats. 
So reduce collateral damage and, and hopefully create something to, to put a thorn in Marino's side for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, maybe try and keep people from getting killed, but yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, that's why I said reduce collateral damage as, as the first goal. Oh, right, yeah. It is going to be kind of tricky. I mean, I know uh, I'm the one who suggested going and talking to them, but do, do we want to officially be going out as members of Torch and talking to organized crime bosses? I, clearly there's a problem there, but I, I don't want to do this as a civilian. Mm-hmm. I mean... Um... Are you saying that we should adopt some sort of disguise? Well, I mean, I... And I don't mean this in a bad way, Carson. But you kind of have a like a reputation for dealing with organized crime. I mean, after last night, I'm sure they know about all of us. Well, I mean, uh, on the so one hand. Uh, so Cassandra's going to be like, uh, not quite what I meant. Uh, so um, if you do some reading about the Detroit incident ten years ago, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like. Uh, one of Carsonon's teammates was a major crime boss in the city, and then another one became a major crime boss in the city after <laughs> the incident kind of wrapped up. Oh yeah, the capitalist and the uh, Matthew Taylor Jr. I remember reading about this afterwards. So what hey, you're hey. saying here is is that we gotta use Carsonon as an inside man. As a guy who could go in there and pretend that he's one of them and earn their trust. Well, I mean, not really. I'm I'm just saying that, like, if people see, like, Carson on negotiating with organized crime, it's not really outside of what people are going to be expecting. And I, I I don't like mean that in a bad way. I I just like, like, Epimethea is at right out. She like. Nobody is going to expect the Greek statue to understand the the the, the nuances of, of of like making deals between crime a bunch of criminals. Yeah, uh, not unless you start referring to them as like Troy and uh, Crete and all that other stuff. Yeah, it. But it, it's not a great. Yeah, it's 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 bad optics. I get you. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I mean, mean, I can go as Delphi. I I Delphi has like very little like presence in the media i mean that could work to our advantage again part of this is as torch we can kind of do these sort of things i mean it's not exactly clean but it's certainly cleaner than a lot of alternative ways of doing this i guess so yeah i mean uh, like if we can like uh, if there's an obvious decrease in violent crime right after it happens i think we'll like it'll be fine uh, if we end up creating a rival like crime family to the Marino crime family and things get more heated, it's mm. not great. So I think we need to make sure that whatever we're trying to get them to do doesn't just create go from a small scale gang war to a larger scale gang war. Yes. If they all stop fighting each other and then, you know, decide to work together and go after Marino, things could get really bad. Yeah. yeah. Considering we've only seen four of Marino's uh, enforcers, and, and they were already pretty tough. Yeah, and at least according to what Vindictive said is true, apparently there's a whole list of them at some point. 
Yeah. So, so the question is, what do we want out of this exactly? Because if we go in there without a clear goal in mind, then w this entire powder cake could blow up right in our faces. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but at a character, though, like, we, we just want information, right? Like, we want to figure out what's, what the plans are, so... Well, it would, make, it would make sense to just send Carson on in, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the I think the 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 main thing with this is we want there to stop being violent crime where like innocent diners get shot up. Mm. Like, I think that's like that's the the primary goal right now is is to to treat the symptoms and maybe we try and figure out a better plan uh, after that. Sounds I mean, like an idea. I mean, worse comes to worse. If we have to stop somebody, well, we can probably rely. We can probably more reliably take on the smaller gangs. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if it's come to that, then things have gone sideways real fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I mean, okay. on the other hand, with the exception of um, percent, the other ones, like, and you know, the other ones are just kind of like, you know, maybe not obvious or not exactly obvious leaders. Maybe we could, like, obviously, Epimethea notwithstanding, we could meet up with them as, like, you know, not individuals, but as, you know, small pockets of things. Because, I mean, yeah. other than Percent and Darius Williams, but apparently mm. nobody's seen him for a while, if we're just going around to places like a noodle house or, well, a strip club, it's not exactly going to cause a huge amount of uproar if someone manages to snap a photo of us, like, standing around there. Hmm. Yeah, I think that Let's might be the thing. Let's just say I've been known to rattle a few cages. Uh, perhaps instead of Mr. Medium, you could take on another role for this uh, particular endeavor. Oh, a role you say? <laughs> this glint in Brandon's eye appears. Brandon has Brandon has shrunken and assumed his regular form. What kind of role exactly were you thinking of? Well, if we're trying to. To not let on that Torch is trying to organize a meeting or, or a, a, a peace treaty between three gangs. Um, I mean, Delphi is not exactly super recognizable, uh, and we can, uh, if you come in as a another or uh, uh, some sort of uh, either maybe an enforcer for Carsonon or uh, or some sort of negotiator. Uh, type of person, uh, perhaps the me, you, and perhaps we could could uh, all go in on, on a separate uh, as a in a, a different guise, maybe uh, as um, to maybe make it a something that not all of torches necessarily throwing their muscle behind uh, something like a uh, I, I'm not sure uh, I'm. I'm really kind of stretching here just you know not that like i'm saying everyone contractor almost yeah yes like like a contractor like the idea that uh that that maybe uh maybe even something like that carson is is trying to you know head like head off any major confrontations before they get too severe uh and bringing in uh delphi who's the, the team's technology expert and and some some contractors to help him, you know, negotiate. Perhaps I, I'm, I sorry, I'm. This isn't really my area of expertise. Um, no, no, honestly, no, I get it. 
This so is... Carsonon attempts yeah. to do something and hires an, like a, an independent contractor of sorts. Someone that's hmm. deniable, uh, but someone that can back him up in case things go sour. Honestly, it is a better idea than anything else we've got at the moment. And uh, there, it's not the whole truth, but there is an element in this. I am trying to, I would be trying to make sure that this doesn't evolve into an all-out gang war. I the mean, other thing, I could, I could also do something. I've got, um, well, let's just say that I've experienced doing this, but my spirit for people that have seen it is a fairly distinctive marker of, you know, sation. I could, however, drop the costume and wear something else so that that way if someone gets any pictures, it doesn't exactly see scream torch. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, well, actually, Carson, you, like, as much as I've been saying, you are kind of the one who has experience working with, like, organized street crime. What's the, hmm. what, what, what's your play here? Uh, honestly, it's tough. Um, there's no real formula to gang violence or anything like that. Basically, I'm guessing that if we go in there telling them that we want to stop this war, they're going to want something as a show of trust to ensure that they can depend on us for, you know, information or services. So the fact is, if we try to negotiate with them, there is a chance that they might try to drag us down to their level. Um, so we need something... We can offer all of the gangs, then that won't that that we that won't be morally objectionable, but will also mm. help us keep the peace. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But I don't like the idea of negotiating with criminals one bit. I mean, maybe we can if we manage to point out that we can at least keep the situation from boiling over. Mm. Maybe that can help. I mean, again, they probably realize that they're kind of backed into a corner. If mm. somebody can show up and say, hey, we've got the ability to make sure that, you know, your guys don't die and that we can bring, we also have a bit more of a strong arm and bring people to the table, maybe that could be enough. Honestly, I think that's as good an idea as any. If, at the very least, we can start off with negotiations, then, you know, who knows if things will go sour, but at least we are trying to take the path that will get the fewest amount of people killed. Works for me. I, I will begin entering my role. Uh, Brandon proceeds to walk over to the entrance and cross his arms menacingly and raise his head up and look down as if, as if someone is trying to come in <laughs> and he's trying to stare them down. All right, so how do we want to approach negotiations? Uh, Carsonon takes one... Maybe me and somebody else take another, and then telekinetic and basically split up, try and do this all in one night effectively? That's uh, uh, ambitious, but sure, why not? Well, um... There is kind of an issue, though, that if some something goes south for part of the team and they need backup, everyone else is mm. going to be busy. Mm, true. Uh, we should... If nothing else, wait until uh, Nat gets back. Having somebody to help coordinate all of this uh, while everyone else is in the field will probably be, be helpful. Mm. Okay. I don't want to spread ourselves too thin, though. As you just said, if one of us gets into trouble, then everybody else will be too tied up with everything else to come and help them out. All right. You see jeans are like, take out a, a phone and like, hey, I'll, I'll text Nat, see how long they're taking and uh, when they're going to be getting back. So, um, 
you know, basically about an hour rolls by. Nat comes back into the base. Uh, they've got like these big shopping bags full of what look to be like various used electronics. Um, she's like, oh my goodness, these things called pawn shops are amazing. So many used phones, so many uh, used electronic devices. Oh, what a gold mine. And well, well, on... as Nat's coming back in, um, uh, Brandon will have put his hand up and for causing Nat to stop. And then mm -hmm. after waiting five seconds, the change to the, the he'll look he'll look behind himself and then and then do the come in motion. <laughs> Thank you. And then he'll silently <laughs> nod and then, re and then resume his position. So uh, Nat goes over to the workshop and begins, like, putting stuff on the table. And it looks like that they're just immediately, like, not even looking at what the rest of you guys are doing. Immediately is trying to get back to work. Uh, uh, Nat, uh, not that I don't understand the, the draw of a good project, but uh, we kind of need you in your role as uh, control uh, for a little bit. Oh, um, yes, of course. I, um... Uh, and she like, uh, and they are like holding a tool that they put back down on the bench. Essentially, um, mm. what do you need? So, uh, and then uh, Cassandra proceeds to explain the plan as as well as she know understands it. That the mm. the, the whole group is splitting up and uh, trying to talk to three crime bosses at the same time, and need somebody to you know help coordinate. That is ambitious. Um, right. Well, I'll do what I can with the cameras. Um, other than keeping tabs on everyone, what else would you need? Well, uh, just generally, uh, if, I, uh, if you can monitor comms and if something seems to be going bad for one group, maybe alert everyone else. Uh, uh right. Yes, yes. Uh, that, that seems wise. Uh, everyone keep your mics open then. I'll need to be able to listen in on your conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, from behind, Brandon just puts up a silent thumbs up. <laughs> oh, also, uh, Brandon is, uh, in character now, so, uh, that's why he's acting weird. Oh, wasn't Mr. Medium his, uh, and, like, they say with air quotes, character? Mm, 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 yes, it's and all... <laughs> yes, well, but... But, uh, but actually, no. <laughs> but, um, Brandon yeah. has, has, has range. Uh, I yes. see. Um, when it comes to being in and out of character for actors as dedicated as Brandon, um, it gets complicated. I see. I will keep that in mind, then, if I hear nothing over Brandon's comms. Mm. <laughs> so, um, now for the big question. Who is going to take care of what problem? Or who is going to talk to who? Uh, well, um, I am going to say that I am probably the uh, um, <clears throat> squishiest member of the team without my suit. Mm. Uh, so I would love to have some to, to go with somebody who has, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, super powered muscle. Maybe me and Gene. Sounds like a plan. Um, might be a good idea then for us to take on Singh. If he's working out of a noodle house, chances are he doesn't want what seems to be a legitimate business front getting shot up. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, uh, Brandon silently walks over uh, and puts his hand on Carson's uh, shoulder, mm -hmm. and then looks and just nods at him. I nod back. So yeah, he'll and be. I guess I'll, I'll, that. Nope. So so I'm I'm Carson's bodyguard then. Yes. Hmm. I don't really feel comfortable. Uh, Evelyn. You, 
do you want to just maybe stake out one of the places that one of the others is going to? Because I kind of feel shitty sending you in alone. Mm, I'll think about it. What what do we know about this guy again, aside from where he hangs out? Um, well, which one would you want to take on? Um, Darius well, or Percent? <laughs> um, if I remember correctly, one of those guys is involved with a strip club, and the other one is wherever all of the goons are located. Yes. Yes. I think Percent seems like the most profit and resource motivated. I, that I think I can speak to that a little better. Okay probably best to, to leave our, our best detective to look into to, to finding the, the hardest to find gang member anyway. Yes. Fair enough. Alright. So, looks like we've got our plan. Um, sorry, Evelyn, do you have a, another costume in mind? Or are you going to go as the telekinetic? An alter, alter identity, you mean? Uh, no, I don't. I was thinking, well, actually, I still have my parts of my old costume before we had this one custom made. So I was thinking I could just use that, you know, kind of disguise my features and not necessarily go as the pelicanetic, but uh, keep a low profile, as it were. Mm -hmm. You mean like a shitty version of your name, like the bird? Yeah. The bird like person! <laughs> I'll, I'll think of something on the way. Mm -hmm. Alright. Uh, so I... Also Mm, I just want to say one other thing. Um, with the Pelicanetic's bird powers, it's going to be a lot easier to use those birds to stake out Percent, who's out and about in the city somewhere, than to sneak all those birds into a strip club. <laughs> Bouncer at the door is like, sorry, we got a strict no birds policy. <laughs> all right. Do we allow ostriches? No. <laughs> mm. What does the sign say, Marty? It says no birds. Is an ostrich a bird? Well, I mean, technically, is it a bird? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I guess I'll uh, watch the skies, as it were. See what I can find. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.